we're back on our podcast. This is a me and Ricky podcast, and I thought I'd invite Ricky to come over and um, use what I've got, but he insisted on bringing his own headset. He insisted on bringing his own mic, and he especially insisted on bringing his own, what do you call it? Uh, I believe the technical term is bigger than yours. It's actually what it's called on the product page. Yeah. It's just called Bigger Than Yours. Yeah, no, I can see that. Because you're making a huge statement here. Mm-hmm. Made in Texas, everything bigger in Texas. In you... my defense, I compromised. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm using your microphone. Yeah, that, that is so, fair. No, you know, you can't say you're... I'm not nice. That's just because your mic wasn't working properly. My mic was perfectly fine. Well, it, it really just... wasn't. No, it was. <laughs> it was, right? We just used different software. Different That's people. what it is. We used different software, so apparently... My mic was work just slightly better. You think that's how coders flirt and break up? <laughs> We're not compatible. We use different software. What's up, my dude? Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Oh, Obviously, yeah. the first time I had you here, that turned into a bonus episode. Yeah, for sure. Because uh, of a lot of technical issues, mm-hmm. which uh, I don't even know where to start. Everything just went south. Everything went south. Well, I'd say the main thing was I chose to break every camera in the room. And it's going to happen again today. Um, but otherwise, it was a good time. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. Every camera in the room? Yeah, there was five I hid that you didn't know about. I had to break those <laughs> as well. It was just... Yeah, like the guy that always plays games. You're always playing something different. You know what I mean? Actually, I mean... <laughs> you know what? No, we were actually just uh, on this discussion about what would happen in the January. So it's, we're getting a little bit of football talk, just mm. a tad, because... This might release a little later from when we're talking, but basically, summer transfer window, it's over. Yeah. Everything's out. There's still talks going on. But what's going to happen in January is my biggest question. I mean, obviously, just the overview stuff, just in case this comes out. I mean, you know, it is. A lot of things were left on cliffhangers, you know. Are are we going to see an ending or is everything just going to be fine and dandy? And is there nothing that we need to see at the end? So... I think this transfer window specifically, and I don't know if it's because it's post-COVID and I don't know if it's just because of the craziness of after the Euros. I mean, post-COVID makes sense, though. But the the amount of, like, in my opinion, kind of drama that's in this is crazy. And then you've got, obviously, you've got the elements of, like, clubs not letting players leave. You've got the elements of players obviously wanting to go to different places, whether that be in England or outside. And then you've also got the big transfers. You've got the 100 million for Grealish for some reason. You've got the big Ronaldo transfer. Like, I'm not going to so lie to you, though. Like, when I first saw the Grealish transfer, I was like you thinking, this is nothing but a money stunt, is it? Like, I was really thinking, you, you bought Grealish so you can sell shirts, so you can get some publicity. Not that you need any more being Man City and you're winning everything. But, you know, I really thought it was just, you know, it was like a magazine show-off thing. But then I saw how they play him. First three games, and I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, I can see now why they bought him. I can see the impact he makes on the club. And honestly, they, they've they already, in three games, they've won me over with the purchase. I'm not denying that Grealish is a good player. I am saying that $100 million for a price point for a player just because he was young and English and coming off the Euros was maybe a bit much. I mean, He's I a good know. player. Cool. Yeah, sure. for sure. He's worked well currently that we've seen so far. Obviously, that could change in the future. We don't know. But $100 million just seems like a big grab. But again, I'm surprised by a lot of the costs. I mean, transfer let's put it to perspective. Grealish was transferred to Man City for £100 million. Romelu Lukaku 
was transferred to Chelsea for 97.5. And with Lukaku, we know what Lukaku can bring to the squad. Yeah, exactly. And that's almost the same as what Grealish... It's just £2.5 million less than what City paid for Grealish. I would argue Lukaku has done this without the added benefit of being an English player. If he was an English player, I guarantee you Lukaku would have had a higher price point. I mean, is that why you think Tottenham... A lot of the money on Grealish, in in a sense, is because... Not all of it, but some of it is because he's English and he was coming off the Euros. But that's why, to bring up up my next point, is that why you think there's a bigger price point for Harry Kane? Well, yeah, because Kane already, if you took away the amount of Englishness there, Kane already is going to be worth a lot. Kane would be worth the Grealish money, if not more. But, uh, what is it, 200? I mean, they said 189. I think Daniel 189 Levy million said. for Kane, right? And you can't say none of that is because he's English. But then, having said that, it's complicated. They initially said something like 189, but then I think they were willing to take 150 if Man City were willing to put 150 forward. But then City were debating do we put 150 forward? Bearing in mind, they just spent 100 on Grealish. And if they spent. 250 million on two players in one transfer window. Best believe there's going to be FA snooping around thinking, what What are you pulling here? First of all, what do those two players have in common? They're English. Secondly, okay. what would have been the better purchase? Kane. Arguably. You'd, I'd say, to, you'd, I, you'd let down some of the team that's already there, but yeah, arguably. I mean, I would, I would say Kane would have been the better purchase. Secondly, spending 250 on two people, having people sniffing around, it's Man City. Listen, the owner, if, if you're not already sniffing around Man City, the only reason no one is is because we're letting it go for the entertainment. The amount of, like, whether it's Man City, whether it's PSG, certain clubs have pumped way too much money in. And, like, there's no way there shouldn't be investigations. But there won't be, just because well, it's the love of the game. And well, it's not the love of the game, it's the profit of the game. But, like, we're not going to be able to investigate these different people while they're making moves that we could enjoy as a country, I guarantee it. The minute... The minute that money was spent on anyone else from a different country that isn't like a great, that isn't a Messi or Ronaldo Then you're or talking something. Then they'd probably look into it. Because they're English, get a bit of a pass. Another big transfer everyone's talking about is the Mbappe-Real Madrid situation. Look. I think he would have been great at Real Madrid. I think PSG should have let him go. I think they're being twats. Is what it is. But like, do you think like it makes sense though with Messi just coming into PSG? Because yes. the Messi transfer was huge. Recoup some shit. Like, because you're going to have to put wages in Messi's like. Oh, man. yeah, absolutely. Me- Messi was a free transfer, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they're going to have to put wages in his pocket. I mean, if they were going to put wages Mbappe in his pocket go, regardless, you know? Real Madrid came in, though, with that bid, and it's like, yo, recoup some of those costs. Like, work yeah. your finances, unless you don't have to worry, because there's some, you know... You yeah, you back. never know. That's it. That's for PSG. You never know, like... But also, Mbappe to Madrid would have been great. He would have been great at Real Madrid. I agree and disagree. Okay, you, you can't have... Okay, we can't fence it here. It's either going to be a great move or not a great move. No, I look... Opinion. Okay, here's here's why I'm fencing it. It's because I think it is a great move. I just don't think it's a great move for now. What I think for his age is this is the best time for it, this guy to join the Premier League. And I'm not just saying that because everyone else is in the Premier League right okay, now. Okay, so you're arguing that he should be transferred just not to Real Madrid. Yeah, I'm saying Real Madrid... For a later time, you know, for a time where he's already, you know, like going off the footsteps of Ronaldo, I guess. I'm not comparing him to Ronaldo, but Ronaldo did it well. You know, he came from Sporting, he went to Man United, 
He earned his name going through the glory days of Sir Alex Ferguson. You know, he won Premier Leagues, Champions League trophies. And suddenly he was already been, you know, given all the praise of maybe being the best player in the world. Him and Messi were going off that rivalry since that point. He then went to Real Madrid and then asserted a clear amount of dominance, making them even bigger than what they were before. And then he went to Juventus and, well, you know, unfortunately there. But, but Mbappe is not Ronaldo. I'm, I did say I'm not comparing him. I know, but, but it's like I'm, we can't give them the same trajectory. Just no, I'm not saying exactly. The, but like it already isn't going to be the same trajectory because Mbappe started in Monaco doing really well. He went to PSG and he yeah. did really well there. And, and now I think... go to Real Madrid. But I think at this age, this is a time where he needs to go to the Premier League. I'd argue it's the other way around. Real Madrid then the Premier League. He's younger right now. He's more agile. He's physically better right now. He would be a lot... It, this is the best time for him to toughen up for the Premier League. If he comes to the Premier League, right? what team is going to buy him with the right amount of money? Because it's an expensive cost, yeah. which means it has to be a team with a lot of money to spend, which usually is only restricted to well, like here's the thing. top six. Here's the thing. More. He's got one more year left on his contract, hasn't he? Yeah. So if he goes on a free transfer... He's not going to free transfer to the Premier League. He's going to free transfer to Real Madrid. If the offer's I, on the table, right, and someone goes, oh, you want to come to Man City where we've already now got Grealish and we're already going to invest in higher players and we're already going to make sure that we're top He won't team. go to Man City. So, no. Okay, cool. So who is it? Oh, yeah, come to Liverpool. Mbappe's not going to work well in Liverpool. He could do quite well in Liverpool, No, actually. he couldn't because he's not going to get paid enough. He's not going to get the right exposure. He's not going to work well as a team. You can't send him to Man United because now Ronaldo's there for two years, maybe an extra one if he options into it. Yeah, but is he going to survive Arsenal, three years? Though? Yeah, probably. Because he's Ronaldo. He can chill for a bit now. I mean, he could do well at Chelsea. He's, what, Mbappe? Yeah. After they just bought Lukaku. Yeah. Can you imagine Lukaku and Mbappe both? What, Mbappe, Lukaku and Werner, it sounds dangerous. The problem is... Honestly, maybe... Do you think Werner's going to stay much longer at Chelsea? I see him there for a couple more years, yeah. Maybe, but if they got Mbappe, then there definitely would be talks of Werner going somewhere else too. But then you're just bringing in a player to throw out an already talented player. Way to show club loyalty. I like, mean, what do you mean? What do you expect from a club like Chelsea who's already done that to Hudson Odoi? Okay, but Hudson Odoi is a young. Listen, Hudson Odoi is a young kid. He was doing well, in my opinion. Shouldn't have got shafted the way he did because of the Lukaku transfer. But. If Chelsea's smart, they'll loan him out for a bit and get him some employment. So that but if they loan him out, then there will always be an option to buy. That's but then, always the case But the nowadays. thing is, if they loan him out, when Werner does want to go, out of his own choice, you can bring in Hudson Odoi and Lukaku. you got talent and talent. It makes sense. Putting him back in there doesn't make sense. The thing is, this is the whole thing with the new... How the market is basically just fucked up everything for the biggest players. Because now... No, but it's also fucked up for the smaller clubs. Name oh, a club yeah. who can afford to get any of these transfers. That's the thing. Like, I th- Okay, let's break down some of the Premier League teams that are playing well but can't afford major players. West Ham's a good example. Oh, Jesus, Tom. I mean, I, actually, I'd even debate with West Ham. Should be saying West Ham's doing pretty well right now. They're doing that fantastic. Might change, it might change in the future, but they're doing pretty well right now. But, like, with West Ham, you've got to say, like, they spent a lot of money this transfer window. They did pretty well. In but, terms of, but again, the problem is when you look at smaller club transfers, you can only look at it through a simple tactical advantage of, of you only had this small amount, you did the best you could. It's not yeah. this, it's kind of like, and it sounds depressing, but it's kind of like, <laughs> no, let's go on. It's then. like me at PE at school, right? <laughs> if, don't be wrong, if one of the kids went and scored a hat trick and then did a backflip, everyone would be like, yeah, <laughs> they'll remember that. 
But if I happen to make a successful pass, I'll still get a, well done, Ricky. You really put the effort in. It's not the same thing, though. <laughs> like, there's two different levels we're looking at. And the problem is, again, just like in my class, we're all on the same playing field. When yeah. it doesn't make sense, because there's an obvious... Now, don't get me wrong, the person in my class just could have been better at football. But in this time, it's more about how good you are financially with your money, how much money you have from your owners and the backing and the board. And that's the worst thing, because some of it's just out of their control. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's not like... If, for example, Newcastle got those new owners, if that actually happened. Because yeah. remember, that was going to happen last season, but then they fell out. And, you know, that could have changed Newcastle as a club from top to bottom. Absolutely. You know? I mean, obviously, it hasn't necessarily ripened its fruits yet. But if you look at, like, Wrexham, freaking actors buying... Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Rob, I can't say a second name, but the guy from It's Always Sunny and Mythic Quest. They oh, bought yeah. Wrexham, right? And they're going to make a documentary. They're just pumping money into it, but they're not doing it in a way where it's like oh, we're going to get this player statistically and tactically and this one and this one. First, we're just going to build up the hype. And once the hype's built, we'll use the profit of that to then invest in the team. Cool. We can't do that in the Premier League. No. They already a... have documentaries about them. And, and there's already enough on. hype. And it's already on Man City, Tottenham, the team with money. Like it's, it's never about the smaller teams, whether you like it or not. It's one of the reasons I don't like the split we have. We've all just accepted it, but we used to get angry about football matches being on like 20 different mediums we used to be mad like why isn't it on bbc now it's on itv and then we went to now it's on amazon prime now it's on bt sport now i've got to pay for sky sport like we have all these avenues granted you know pirating is a thing i'm not condoning anything <laughs> let's um, not mention i don't think we should be mentioning pirating you can talk about pirating. i mean you can Just don't don't do don't it. do it uh <laughs> but in that sense it's like think about it a sky sports package a bt sports package amazon prime account uh, who else shows football now? Jesus Christ! Well, BBC, you technically pay TV license for, and then ITV, I guess you don't, right? Because BBC's mainly just like FA Cup matches, though. Well, yeah, if anything, if you're talking actual Premier League, it's basically Sky Sports, BT Sport, and well, Amazon Prime when we get to Christmas time. But but then, what you're doing is you're adding package money, aren't you? Oh, of course. And it's exactly the way that they treat the way we watch it is exactly the same way we treat the smaller clubs in the team. If you think about it, in the FA Cup, which gets shown on the BBC, right? Yeah. Because it's any team. BBC. Any team can play in the in the FA Cup, right? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, English. To, but like, it's like smaller clubs and bigger clubs all come together and who knows, the little guy might win. But they don't. Right, but they well, might. Well, actually, Leicester, if you call us the little guy. Well, yeah, but by yeah. FA Cup standards, not necessarily because we're a Premier League club. Yeah. They're a Premier League team. But, but other, other leagues... They're not Barnsley. Other leagues get a chance. Sorry, the but, yeah. Other leagues get a chance, though. Yeah. Right? They all get the opportunity to go in. We've done the same thing with how we treat Premier League clubs. The bigger teams, they keep getting the money, they keep getting the hype, they keep getting the fame, and they keep going. They're just in a cycle of feeding themselves. Well, the smaller teams are kind of left to try and have a chance, but then never win. They never get that opportunity because they never get to build anything. If but that's why, obviously, when Leicester won the Premier League, that changed Yeah, that was everything. crazy, but at the same time... Who was a Leicester fan pre that? Like, how many Leicester fans could you have named that didn't live in Leicester pre that? Oh, yeah, it's true. And it's the same with these smaller clubs. Most of your fans are in your home city, whereas you've got your Man U's, your Tottenham's, your Chelsea's, your And Man United fans are everywhere in the world. Exactly. Same with Liverpool, Chelsea, arguably Arsenal. Oh, yeah, you'll go travelling to somewhere in Europe or you'll go to like somewhere in Asia or wherever and you'll meet people with like Premier League shirts, with Man United and Liverpool shirts, and yeah. that's where the money's going. So the question ends, and I'm not saying that we should necessarily be stuck to the town we're born in on who to support, but I'm saying there's a lack of equality of how we treat them. 
because of the big fan base and the way that we use it, it's, this, it's the same thing in anything you watch. Like, your favourite director might not be a famous director, mm. and everyone loves, like, I don't, I don't think everyone loves Michael Bay, but everyone, oh, The Rock, The Rock. Everyone, everyone loves The Rock, right? No, What's no. this? Oh, What's this? <laughs> not everyone. But, like, everyone loves The Rock, right? And it's like, oh. I mean, I've never met someone that doesn't like The Rock. <laughs> oh, um, oh, okay, that's different. That's different. Don't worry about it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> Will we? Uh, Will we? But every, everyone loves The Rock. So The Rock gets movies. He just keeps, just keeps doing the rock no listen before i even get onto his performances it's more the fact that his name bigs bank yeah oh yeah gets the banking gets the movies made done done, done. and then he got his own tequila company and that is a tequila <laughs> brand every actor's in some shit but like but like his name brings the ability to make movies to the table yeah mm-hmm. whereas you argue your freaking uh yaya abdul mateen the second right only recently popped off with like aquaman and Candyman and stuff like that. but his name's not gonna get shit made no. Do you know what I mean? Even in the sense of like, oh, your Margot Robbie might be your leading lady in a lot of films, but then what about your like Emma Corrins? Not necessarily. Like yeah. even certain names I could throw out. Like your Timothy Chalamet's might get whatever you want because he's a kooky kind of... <laughs> but then like your other actors are getting left to the side. And sure, that's the way of the game. But at the same time, we don't invest in actors. We invest mm. in the movies, right? Yeah. So we should invest in the game of football, not necessarily just the biggest clubs. And that's my issue with all the money, with the transfers, with the way we treat clubs, with it all. I'm sounding like a communist, but it's, it is really the issue. Because the problem is we're not going to get diluted. A lot of people are forgetting that they tried to do the Super League not fucking long ago. Well, okay, we're going to go into the Super League. All right, that's where things are going to pop off. First of all, there's still rumours that they still want to do it. Ain't going to happen, but they still want to do it. But see, we keep saying that, like it's going to change it. Like, no offence to us. The only reason the Super League got temporarily cancelled is because yeah, we, we protest were, like anything no but we made a so we made a small backlash to it right but why did remember why did we make a backlash oh because it's only going to be this certain number of clubs and it's always going to be the most expensive clubs and also they were going to charge you a lot of money they were you had to be part of a certain thing i think it wasn't even just that i think it was the case that look the, the pros of having these clubs in the premier league though is it brings the premier league its reputation like can you literally Sit there and imagine having a Premier League without Man City, Man United, Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham, or Liverpool. Well, actually, Bon Arsenal. But apart from that, the actual good teams. Can you actually imagine a Premier League without that? Because it just wouldn't feel right. You know, it wouldn't feel right knowing that you're competing in a league that, you know, you're having to play a team like Man United twice a season as a regular thing, knowing the history of Man United or the history of Liverpool, the history of Chelsea. My, that is my problem, right? Is that the premier part of Premier League should be the reputation of the league, not of a handful of clubs. But it when is, smaller clubs get to the Premier League... But it's a catch-22 because in a way, it's like the league does have a reputation, but it's because of those teams being in there. But then my argument is, why is it that when we let the smaller teams into the Premier League, really they don't get to succeed because we don't freaking invest in them half the time. We can't. And so what we do is the only reason we know those names is because we continually invested in them for a lot. A lot of these clubs are sort of the oldest clubs, except for Man City. You just got bare money. Lucky for you. Shake whatever your name is. Calm. <laughs> but like half of these teams, if not more, are just the fact that they were helped there toward the beginning of when we made the Premier League and thus became the names, the Giants, etc., etc. And we let the rest fall back. 
That's literally it. So now when we have this big league and we get teams like Brentford who have just come in and we're like, oh, good on Brentford. And they come in and they smash a game or two. Da, da, da. We're, right now we're near the beginning of the season, yeah? Let's say five weeks down the road, they just lose all their performances so far in the next five weeks. No one's going to care about Brentford except Brentford. And that's a problem because when we don't invest in the smaller teams who come up, because you don't get, remember, when you get a promotion to the Premier League, where does the money go? To the club? Or does it go to the players? Or does it go to the investment team? Oh, it goes, it goes to the owners, essentially. It goes to the owners. And then the owners decide, because they got that promotion, how to disperse it to the club, etc., 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 right? The problem there is, when you, how much are they giving Brentford versus how much they give, I don't know, say a team like, well, let's not go too high, but let's say like Arsenal, who stayed in the Premier League. They haven't left the Premier League in like decades. But Arsenal used to have a lot of money before. Yeah, like, but, but this let, is my problem, is that why does the history get to define you as the person who now can do what they want, even when your performances aren't living up to scratch? Here's the thing, Arsenal's a tricky one, because the thing is, is... I feel like financially, Arsenal, they used to be probably the second or third richest Premier League team. Now they're not even in top five. But they're still rich. They're still rich, richer, but, despite the fact their performance is it's poorer. But, it, but it's, it's, it's going downhill. But in my it's opinion, going down. And I think if it stays like that, it might keep going down. I guarantee you, if Arsenal were to get relegated, probably won't happen. But if Arsenal were to get relegated... I'm not going to lie they, to you. I really want that to happen. If you're an Arsenal fan here and I'm sorry, but you can you cannot blame me. It'd be the funniest thing. But if Arsenal were to get relegated and they went down to the championship, right? No offense. The legacy of your club allows you to be the richest team by miles in that league. Whereas whoever gets promoted from there won't even match a fraction of it despite the fact they'll be in the Premier League. So the money is imbalanced. I don't know about that, though. I mean, I agree to an extent, but then at the same time, also remember, you're going to championship... If you're Arsenal going championship football... You're just going to win. I mean, will your owners stick with it, though? Yes. Because, first of all, your players are going to leave. Because, look, Obama Young is not going to play championship football. Lacazette's not going to play... Saka, they're not going to play championship football. Well, if they tied into a contract, they might have to. Didn't they? But I think the contract only states as a Premier League contract, surely, does it not? Uh, oh, that'd be a good question. Because... Obviously, I don't look at Premier League contracts. I don't know that. Because, as far as I know, like, they could easily just get sold if they just get relegated. I mean, how many teams do you see though, where the entire team changes when they get relegated? I mean... We haven't seen it often because how many times have you seen a club also, with mainly if, big players get relegated? But again, that's the issue. That's my whole point. No, I know. That's what, I'm saying. that's what I'm saying. But then if it was to happen... Yeah. You're saying right, they just leave? They would. But that wouldn't take away the fact that the club has money. It would go. It would start the issue because essentially, first of all... Okay, look. They would all have you, money. Okay, all your players leave, yeah? Say, say like the whole team changes. Yeah, yeah. Crazy to think of, but say the whole team changes. Yeah. That club still has enough money to buy the best team in that league. But then at the same time, also remember, you fight, fair enough, you've sold all your players. Okay, you're Arsenal. You've just got relegated. You've sold pretty much five, six of your best players. You've probably got about two-something hundred million from all those transfers. Yeah. Okay. But you're not going to go approaching big players. They come play for us because they're going to be like, why but would I play championship? You don't have to when you're in the lower league. You just buy the best of the best in that league. And then when they get back up, they'll do exactly the same thing to swap them out because the legacy of the club and the owners come from enough money they can inject whatever they want. Whereas clubs like Brentford, clubs like Norwich, da, 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 they don't have the same backing. See, if I was the owner of Arsenal, just hypothetically, 
If I got relegated and I sold all my players, I'm not going to lie to you. I would just take that money and go. I would sell the club. Okay, well, now we're talking on to hypotheticals that aren't really matching the situation. Though. But hypothetically, if that was the hypothetically, case, yeah, hypothetically, Arsenal could go downhill. Hypothetically, if I was The Rock and I decided to make fucking Tooth Fairy, I'd stop acting, but he didn't, did he? So like, <laughs> Okay, we need to get on this Rock issue. What is this? What, do you actually have an issue? Did he hurt you as a child? Did you? Did you? Uh, were you promised an action figure and never got it, and now you just hold it against him for the rest of his life? Like I should have had you, and now I don't, and I will never forgive you. What is this? My problem. Um, <laughs> the Rock. The Rock is okay. Look, let's okay. Let's be honest. What is the Rock good at? If you if you were to be actually honest, would you say he's good at acting? He's amazingly good at weightlifting. I agree. <laughs> I mean, I, you you asked the question, what is a, he good at? I, I gave you an answer. he's great at handling his own crazy nutrition. I think he has okay tequila. <laughs> I've never tried Ish. it. But I think he's smart enough as a business partner. Oh, definitely. But I don't think he's a good actor. Oh, I agree. I agree. So why would I like The Rock? Well, are you kidding me? Well, well because I mean, okay, be, do you like so because the big bold guy can flash a smile at me? Well, shit, I'm also in love with the Hulk, then, am I? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'd come, look, the thing is with the Rock is that you may look. I agree with your opinion that fair enough. He's not the best actor to watch in the world. He's not an actor. I agree, but as a business person, business person, yeah, fine. He's killing it. Cool, I, I'm fine with that. You and the thing is, is he's not the first person to decide. Oh. I can just use my, you know, fame and charm and make movies and make lots of money. He's nowhere near the first person. I'm fine person. with that, but you that have shit to understand. Started, that shit started with Clint Eastwood. Nah, you have to understand. Clint Eastwood can act. That's the problem. True. But, Dwayne The Rock but, but, Johnson. But I'm basically defining the concept of, you know, you're not make, you're making money off your name. I don't have a problem with, like, people making money off their name. Mr. T did it. Like, I he mean, was in Rocky Three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget. But Mr. T. He should have never came back. Like Smart move, Mr. Oh T. Oh, my God. popularity. Get in, you get out, you make your dosh, and then you do a bunch of appearances. If The Rock did that, I wouldn't have an issue. But he didn't. The problem with The Rock, right? Think about The Rock's filmography, and I know it's crazy because he can't act, so why would he have a filmography? I don't know either. But think about it, right? The Rock, as a big name, we kind of got the big spawn of The Rock came from like Fast Five-ish, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, so of course. So Fast Five. So before that, my man did Welcome to... Or as all wrestlers do, because they have an in-house sort of like film company, he did... But he started that. No, he didn't. Well, no, he didn't start it, but he no. basically made it a main... Like a huge mainstream trend. Like the trend grew because of him. No... Uh, I mean, it was a thing, but it wasn't no, they, as big of a thing before he stepped in. You've got to remember, the, the, the WWE film stuff didn't go well because The Rock did them. I'm not saying it went on because The Rock. I'm saying The Rock grew it. Like, The Rock basically made it more of a mainstream trend where now more wrestlers want to do it because they've seen how yeah, well The Rock is John doing it. John Cena was there and he was doing WWE films before The Rock did Fast Five. So, like... But John Cena changes. was never really like doing that great until recently. I will say it right now. John Cena's a better actor than The Rock. Don't at me. Um, <laughs> the Rock. You're gonna get so at That's it. fine. I'm sorry if you're gonna try and come to me and tell. I me mean, I'm not disagreeing. I was with gonna you. say I'm not John disagreeing Cena with you. Can actually be sinister the way that The Rock can't be asked to do because he doesn't want to affect his own brand image. We'll talk about this in a second because I really want to talk about the uh, James Gunn Suicide Squad. Cool. I really want to talk. Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay, we do uh, need to talk okay. about this. So the thing with The Rock, right? Before Fast Five. 
he had Walk Into All, a remake of a film uh, that no one watched. Uh, they watched the old one. They didn't watch the remake with The Rock, because why would you? Um, Welcome to the Jungle, uh, which also has a different name called The Rundown, which has Sean William Scott and him in a ridiculous premise. Uh, he was skinnier then. Go watch it. It's okay. It's probably the only time he's acted. Um, <laughs> the Tooth Fairy, where the whole joke was, haha, Big Man Fairy. <laughs> Two Disney films, one being The Game Plan, where he played a famous football player who had to look after a right. daughter he didn't know about. Oh. Calm, it's a Disney film. It's about as good as a Disney film can get for that era. Uh, Race to Witch Mountain. Uh, and then you had your Fast Five. Well, what to remind me what The Rock did in Fast Five? Cover himself in baby oil and say weird phrases. That was it. And lift a machine gun. That was later on. Yeah. But it's more the fact that he's just like a big guy in a film series where it's like, oh, manly man. And listen, your boy will watch a Fast and Furious film. But you'll never catch me going like, there's some Oscar-worthy acting. Because it's not. And that's okay. But why doesn't... I don't want him to. But why doesn't Vin Diesel have the same effect? Like, Triple X1 was his own thing. And freaking, like, Pitch Black and the Riddick stuff, yeah? They ended up flopping toward the end. And then we left him alone. Let him stick to his Fast and Furious. Why did we let The Rock do other stuff? What do you possibly find funny about the... Ro- There's nothing funny other than I'm a big guy and I make a joke sometimes. That's it. Yeah, at the same time, The Rock has actually funded a lot into... Like, he produces his own content. Yeah, cool. Name the content. Okay, let me... Okay, first of all, actually, let me ask you then. Let me ask you. If The Rock approaches you... Yeah. And is that, look, I want to make a movie. I want you to produce it. Yeah. I'll produce it with you. Yeah. Okay. I'm putting... 110 million pounds on the table. Okay. Are you in? Uh, what are you doing in my house, sir? <laughs> <laughs> first of all, you're very big, very intimidating. How did you get into my house? First of all, I'm four floors up. How did you get up here? There's fobs on every. Did you break the doors? Have I got to pay for that now? Why am I producing the film with you? You have money. What are you doing here? Okay, you, you're clearly. Uh, okay, no, but if I go, if I go there, no, no, I'll absolutely understand. If The Rock said, "Yo, come be in a film," I'll be in a film. I'll still never say he's a good actor. But that's why he's making movies. Is it? I mean, look, who's like, when you're at that position where you can basically make a movie whenever you want, you're gonna keep doing it because his movies make money. He could. I agree. He's a good money maker. Not saying he's a good actor though. Okay, look. You can name uh, name me. No, 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 I agree with you. Calm. So what's but, the <laughs> but like all I'm saying is, is that even though we can keep talking about him not being a good actor, it's not. nothing's gonna change. Because I know, but again, my issue would be that I don't see why everyone is in love with The Rock when he doesn't. Necessarily okay, if that's the thing because that we're he's talking over, about. he's also over diluted at this point. He's been in too much shit. It's mainly the US, I think. It's it, here as well. Like, really? The people are too. People will see The Rock and go watch it, and I'm like, "Yo, do you want to look at the idea for the film?" First of all, the Jumanji reboot, right? Didn't mind it. Calm. The first one I liked. I was like, "Calm." Whatever. The second one was a bit. It made money, but it, because it's The Rock, because it made money. I feel like that was that was a huge combination. Central Intelligence. Kevin Hart. Controversial opinion. Kevin, Kevin Hart? Hart made a big contribution onto that. Kevin Hart's not that funny. I'm sorry. In movies. In okay, movies, okay, no, I movies. agree. I agree. Okay, Understand, I was going to say. My man in movies is not that funny. It's stand the same up. His shit, stand up is actually good. But in movies, it's usually the same shit all the time. And when he tries to get serious, it don't actually work that well. But then Except he's got. For that but Netflix he's, film, that but, was actually okay. But he's gone down that same route 
of the money game, you know? Like, but the difference is... It's, if, it's a brand at this but point. Again, I'll never, you'll never catch me saying Kevin Hart can act. I'm not saying he's a good actor. I'm saying he's a great comedian. Yeah, that's calm. But like, again, it doesn't mean he's a good actor, doesn't it? Like, my problem here is Central Intelligence is a film that is like a million films before it, sure. And oh, that's, yeah. that's the movie game, calm. But at the same time, I don't think it's that funny and I don't think it's that good. And like, people loved that shit just because it was them two. Yeah. Fucking Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, I don't even start Hobbs me. and Shaw. I thought that was a waste of time. Is Hobbs and Shaw is the direct result of everyone who loves The Rock, yeah? Because you sat there and you went, oh, I do like The Rock, but I kind of wish he was just on his own. And then you had a Jason Statham was like, oh, yeah, because he's, oh, they're funny. But it's not really that funny. It's just that one's skinny and one's not. And then you just went, oh, I'll tell you what, this movie doesn't have a good enough plot, so now we have to put sci-fi elements in Idris Elba, who is a good actor, even though you didn't let him do much. Then you had to add, you still had to add Kevin Hart and Ryan Reynolds. I'm sorry, if The Rock can't carry your movie <laughs> and you add Jason Statham and Idris Elba and they still don't carry the movie <laughs> to the point you have to bring in Kevin Hart and Deadpool, stop the movie! <laughs> stop! What are you doing? Give Idris Elba and Ryan Reynolds the film. They would have been an amazing pair. Listen, and you can you can apply the same argument to Ryan Reynolds for like a lot of this stuff. You could say that oh, Ryan Reynolds is the same guy in every movie. He's just snarky. He's with dude. Go and watch stuff that Ryan Reynolds has done where he actually like you've does just, his full amount. You've just you've just destroyed like the whole. The potential movie's terrible, of it. man. No, I agree with you, but the way you just shredded every like, give my guy a pair of chainsaws and he'll tear through anything it's, that movie is just dead it's, awful. it's done it's awful. that it's been ripped limb from limb because and it's uh, we get it you it's, know, it's no, good no, but you know it's bad no, no you know and i know and everyone knows the fast and furious films are so, downhill now are so bad that they're good that was the only reason you watched them is that they were so bad that they were good. They were so weird and cheesy and off kilter that you were like, you know what? This is a good time. But then when you let them have too much merit for it, you then see what happens. it's just still getting bad. Like, in my opinion, it shouldn't have got to seven. But you know what? Paul Walker died no, had that look, seven. No, listen, I think it should, seven should have been the last one. That's yeah, my strongest can't. opinion. It would have been the best ending for it. Let it die in peace. I shouldn't have said that. But... Well. No, I, but then you I get into felt, uh, that felt no, like a fine, really weirdly no, no, no. out of pun. I didn't no, it's mean not to a pun. say it. It's, it, it's, I wasn't trying listen, to make a pull. Listen, Walker the issue, reference. the issue with Fast and Furious, right? First film is a Point Break remake. We dealt with it. Second film uh, wouldn't get made today for obvious reasons because it's way too far into the whole. Anyway, but it's it is what it is. A product of its time. Third film, Tokyo Drift. I enjoy. Um, but like, I actually love Tokyo Drift. Yeah, yeah. but again, it's just a fast and film. It's just fun dumb film. Like, okay, so at the end of a point, it's essentially look. You've got a film franchise that again is doing what The Rock does himself, anyways, which is just living off its brand to make more money. But no they're, one ever looks at those cast members and goes, "I'll tell you what, they're good actors." And no one in my life has come to me and went, "You know, Ludacris." Oh, really teared up at his performance. I didn't even... I, the fact that Ludacris is still making Fast and Furious movies. Shout out, Ludacris. Are you only in those films because Ja Rule said no after the first one? Wait, what? Ja Rule's in the first film. Yeah, I know then, that, but then... And then he declined to come back, so they got Ludacris. I didn't even know they asked Ja Rule to come back. Yeah, from. it would have been Ja Rule's You stuff. literally saw... You put Ja Rule in a Fast and Furious movie, and then you thought, we need him back. Yeah. Not what? Well, I thought, I, you I thought it was a choice Fast of like, Furious let's one. put him out. Fast and Furious 1 is like 2001-ish, yeah? So it's like, at Jarrell's high popularity, always on time was a banger. 
Oh, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, he was more so than Ludacris because Ludacris was like Dirty South. It wasn't necessarily in the mainstream as much. So, like, obviously they went for him. Then they went for Luda because he said no. And Luda, you made a career out of it. Well done. Um, but... <laughs> But like no one looks at the actors in those films and goes, yeah, they're great actors. But Somehow, no one watches it for great acting, though. His thing, yeah, exactly. No Which is why it. I'm perfectly fine that they make money and they stay in their goddamn lane. Yeah. When they don't stay in their lane, The Rock, <laughs> you have an issue. Why is Jungle Cruise a thing? No, scratch that. I don't mind Jungle Cruise being a thing. Why is The Rock in Jungle Cruise a thing? The Jungle Jungle Cruise, and this isn't a spoiler alert, but I will. Have you seen Jungle Cruise? Do I've not seen it. Do you it. care? Never really Can't. bothered to. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so, the only reason Jungle Cruise is made is because Disney likes to make films about their rides. Tomorrowland came out. No one really was into it. I didn't Never mind. watched it. Can't. Actually, no, I did watch it, but I didn't care for it. There you go. Pirates of the Caribbean, obviously, their biggest one. Everyone knows because huge franchise. So, like, calm Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise is the mummy meets the road to El Dorado meets kind of Indiana Jones, right? It, which sounds great on paper, but honestly, ugh. But anyway, the movie's not terrible. Until you realize the rocks in it. Because, like I said, what made The Mummy great? Who, who was in The Mummy? Think about it. Cheesy, shocky fun. Rachel Wise was like a bookworm. You had Brendan Fraser being like the gung-ho, like shoot first, ask questions later. And you had a comedy sidekick. What does Jungle Cruise have? It takes, it still makes uh, Emily Blunt the bookworm, but she can do stuff on her own. So she's kind of Indiana Jonesy. You got Jack Whitehall as the comedy sidekick, whatever. And then you've got The Rock. And the difference between The Rock and Brendan Fraser is The Rock is built like a brick house. No one is... Why would you ever be worried? And the, it's so bad. It's so bad, right? First of all, have to tailor make all his clothes. This is set in a weird time period where I don't know who's sewing your clothes, The Rock. The waistcoat you got is so freaking wide. And don't get me wrong, I'm a big fat man. It is what it is. You're not a fat man. You're a big built man. Calm. But the clothes are so wide that it looks ridiculous. It looks like, I, you know when you change the picture settings on your TV and it stretches out the picture? That's what it looks like. And that's the problem. But that's the first problem, yeah? Just that he looks so unrealistically out of place is the one problem. Secondly, he's so strong. And obviously, The Rock has that whole I can't lose clause going on. Yeah? It's all of that. It's so effortless that they had to write a reason into the movie that he couldn't die. They made the main... The Rock... Spoiler alert if you want to watch Jungle Cruise. Um, the Rock is a demi-god kind of living... Not Maui-ish, but like... He was part I was of. Saying, I actually, I lo- He I, was part of an old conquistadores like troop trying to find like the fountain of youth, and then they were cursed to stay on the island forever. So he lives forever, type thing, yeah. And the only reason that he's part of it because there's a whole other group that are the villains. The only reason he isn't that the villain, and the only reason he can't die is because he's the in rock. If it was anyone else, they would have died at the end of the movie or at least got so hurt and then do that whole like fake coughing near death emotional scene. But The Rock can't have that. The Rock has to fall down into an abyss of nowhere, get found 10 minutes later going, can you take this out of my chest? And go, ha ha ha, ha. That's not good. There's not, it's not good writing. It's not good directing. It's not, it's not good anything. Like, no offense, Disney, but like you got enough money to the point where you could hire anyone and it wouldn't matter. It's a Jungle Cruise movie. When you watch the first Pirates of the Caribbean, did you care who Johnny Depp was? I mean, did you? Care? I cared about the character. No, no, no. I said bef- when you, before you watched it, when you heard of it. Oh. Did you care who Johnny Depp? Oh was? no. Did you care who Orlando Bloom was? Maybe Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley, definitely. Sure, but did you actually like? care so much for the actors that they were the reason you well to be honest it came out so long ago I was a kid 
I, I didn't give a shit about anything about that. I just want to see a fun movie. Fast and, Fast and Furious. Did you care who Vin Diesel was? Again, I was so young. Bro, it was like 2001. You were like six-ish. Yeah. That's not that young. I'm six remember. years old. I don't give a f- about who Vin Diesel is at six. Okay, fine. I'm still thinking, all right, calm. I'm, pa- I'm kind of passing my Woody and Boz days, but I'm still rating them. But now I just want to get my shit, go to school. See what's going on. I'm not thinking in my life, ooh, Vin Diesel starring in a movie, or like, you know, I'm six years old. If Deadpool wasn't Ryan Reynolds, would you have cared who the actor was? Oh, now you're pushing it. No, 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 but that's my question. That's my question. If Deadpool wasn't Ryan Reynolds, forget you saw the leaked uh, thing they did ages ago. And would I went, care who's playing Deadpool? They just went, oh, it's a Deadpool film, and we got uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, right? Would you have gone, oh, I'm going to watch that movie for Jake Gyllenhaal? Or would you go, like, I'm going to watch that movie because it's Deadpool? Actually, both. Right. So when you look at Jungle Cruise... Yeah. <laughs> don't look at Jungle Cruise. When you look at Jungle Cruise, do you go, hmm, I'm going to watch that because I'm interested in the idea of Jungle Cruise? Or are you actually just watching it because, oh, it's The Rock and well, Emily Blunt? I mean, let's be real. How many people are actually watching Jungle Cruise for Jungle Cruise now? That's my point. He's not a good actor. You just like his face. You selfish pricks. Which, no, no, calm. But at the same time, like you can't tell me they're good films. I'm sorry. You can't tell me they're good films. If you watch Jungle Cruise and you think it's a good film, you know what? Enjoy your life. We're obviously on different planes of existence. It's not. <laughs> I, I feel like we've literally spent... No, not we. You've literally spent <laughs> 20 minutes ranting the rock. I feel like this episode is literally called Ricky Rants the Rock. That is what... <laughs> Wrestlers wrestlers who are better actors than The Rock. I'll name them. John Cena. Batista. I mean, I love Batista uh, in the Marvel films. Yeah, also, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage for a small cameo in Spider-Man 1 in 2002. Steve Austin even did a little bit of, um, you know... uh, He worked with Adam Sandler. Minor bits. Minor bits. But, like, you know... But listen, Bonesaw from Spider-Man... Like, better than anything The Rock's ever done. I'm sorry. Um, because it's an act. Because it's acting. Yes, he's acting like a professional wrestler, really out of his wheelhouse. But at least it's acting. Like, there's, there's differences, my guy. John no, Cena, which we'll get onto now with the Suicide Blockers. Uh, blockers, which, yeah. Everyone's I actually really movie. liked him at Blockers. He went into a string of comedies after he realized the whole Rock thing of, <laughs> big man funny. And then, like... But he still has the ability to have these little moments. Like, there's a part in Trainwreck that's actually pretty good. Which, uh, and then the new Suicide Squad we'll talk about. Batiste, the same thing. They put him in comedy stuff. But he, he could actually act if people let him. Like, do you know what I mean? And it's not that no one lets The Rock act. The Rock has enough money where he could act if he wanted to. He chooses not to. Stop indulging. So the Suicide Squad. Uh, <laughs> well, that was 22 minutes of Ricky Rant's The Rock. And that might just be the title of the episode because it literally takes so much. You had, I really wish I didn't open that door. I really wish. I, it, it's partly my fault because I was just like, what do you have against The Rock? And then it all just came out. You know out. what? When no, we, we're done. We're done. We're done with The Rock. When, when, Black we're Adam, done. when Black Adam comes out. Oh, gosh. And The Rock decides to make a funny joke about a, a, a villain who is literally the only thing that drives him is the like, his need for power, etc., etc., whatever, right? The minute he makes that joke and is the funny rock, come back to me, tell me he can act. Go on, I, be- I beg you. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> can we please shut the door now on the rock? Okay, so just the suicide dead, Just the rock is in. We're going to close the door. We're going to shut it nice. 
and we're just gonna put it to bed. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Are we good? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Suicide Squad. He's not in that. No. Now let's carry on. First Suicide Squad or second Suicide Squad? Which one would you prefer? Oh, Any second day? one. All day. Okay. I'm glad we have the uh, same agreement. But I think there. that's unfair. Uh, as much as we have like the whole, I know there's the whole Snyder cut, AO cut thing. I feel this way about Fant Four stickers or the Fantastic Four from 2015. We aren't seeing true visions from the directors in those instances. So, like Fantastic Four from 2015 with Michael B. Jordan was originally supposed to be way more like horror-y sci-fi, like body horror, which makes sense. You see these like creatures, Mister Fantastic, melting on a table. Like that makes sense to me. If you're gonna go for a different interpretation, go all in, and then the studio comes in and redoes everything, and then you're screwed. So. I can't judge you on that wholly. Same with like David Ayer's Suicide Squad. Like he had a whole thing done. They came in and re-edited everything because people liked a fucking trailer. Like I can't blame David Ayer for this because he didn't do it. So I can't sit here and go like, oh, that's a badly directed film. I have to go, that's a badly edited film. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. How dare you do that? And then Suicide Squad, James Gunn got to do whatever the hell he wanted. So it's like you're seeing the differences between when you trust an artist and when you don't. Okay, no, definitely, definitely agree with that, actually. I mean, I wasn't even going to go that far in depth. I just wanted to say the second Suicide... I just want to talk about the James Gunn Suicide Squad in general. Yeah, it's great. You know, I mean, like, I just... I mean, I like that they did give him the creativity. You know, I like that they've decided, you know, look, it's not working, whatever we were doing before. And the Snyder Cut changed the game. You know, it definitely... Because think about it. Like, DC were essentially, you know, holding every director by the balls of do it our way. Until fans spoke up and said, actually, we want to see the Snyder's version of the Justice League. We want to see what it could have actually looked like. And then they liked it more. And DC realized, if we actually just listen to them, maybe we make a bit more money. Maybe I think you got the timeline of events wrong, though. Because, like, the remember, it's not necessarily that they were holding directors by the balls. Because they already messed up with Green Lantern and stuff and moved on. Oh, but that was ages ago. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They moved on. You had the Nolan stuff. But then they still messed up after. Okay, but like this is what I'm saying. Is that because they're holding them by the balls though? Because like you had yeah. Zack Snyder was just doing what Zack Snyder wanted in the beginning. Man of Steel is Zack Snyder's vision. Batman vs Superman is essentially Zack Snyder's vision, like barely changed. That's but then the Justice League. But then he left because obviously he had a tragedy in the family, and then there was an issue. So it's really only that one film. And again, you know, you had the whole Joss Whedon issue and oh, everything yeah. that Joss Whedon did. So really, I'm not going to blame the studio. To don't they had a part to play, absolutely. But I'm not going to necessarily say that they were holding every director by the walls because of it. And then obviously the Snyder Cut came out and people enjoyed it more. It's kind of a low bar to pass, first of all. It's not like the freaking released version of Justice League was that great. So obviously when the Snyder Cut came along, it's not a high bar you have to beat. No. It's also four hours long. You're getting way more content, first of all. Some people watch it in sections. Some people watched it like all at once or whatever. But I could, honestly, four hours all at once. Yeah, did it, it was good. Did uh, you actually? Yeah. No. Watch it with my lecture shower. Um, but <laughs> oh, dude. Supposed to have a meeting about my work. And <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh like, my god. It is obviously better, but at the same time, it doesn't necessarily mean that like that's what we would have gotten if the tragedy didn't happen. Because he would have been limited by a studio eventually, sure, absolutely. And the James Gunn thing, again, that was just smart on DC's move of grabbing him while Disney fired him for like two seconds. And was just like, <laughs> yoink. And that was it. Because, 
listen, you can like the Suicide Squad. No offense, it is just an R-rated Guardians of the Galaxy, like whether you like it or not. Everything James Gunn does team-wise is just the same dynamic. And it sounds ridiculous. I mean, it felt it. You did feel it, though, when you yeah. were watching them, especially that... Okay, we're going to get to a point where I'm probably going to throw in a few spoilers. So if you haven't seen the film, probably a good point where I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this as a, like a little wave of spoilers are starting. And when you see me do that again, spoilers will stop. This so is, this is great for anyone only listening to this. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I'm oh, going to do a visual crap. cue. Spoilers start now. So... That scene where they basically infiltrate the camp, their first ever, like, you oh, know. The first, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. King Shark eats the guy, and, you know. Oh, uh, sorry, not the first thing you're talking about later on. Yeah, the, that, that, the, the, like, yeah, the, like, the first moment they actually do a mission, you know. Yeah. So they obviously, they're looking for a Rick Flag, and they think, oh, they've been given the information, he's been captured. So they yeah. all, and you instantly feel it. Okay, there's definitely this group dynamic until they get there, and there's that big fuck up, and it's like, these guys rescued me. Why did no one alert me? They're like, what people? We didn't see no people. And like, you instantly see that and you're laughing. You're thinking, you know what? I, you feel that this is well, something yeah. James Gunn would do, especially when you've watched the Guardians of the Galaxy films. It's a, it's a very similar dynamic. The thing is, it's not that it's... It's, it's a good film in terms of like a comic book film and a suicide film, film, yeah. Uh, when you watch it, I think the, the only... The only thing that lets it down is if I watch that movie again, I'm not really going to enjoy it again because I'll enjoy it the first time I watch it because it, it's supposed to surprise you at points and stuff like that and you get that and then the next time you watch it maybe you'll have a but I have the same feeling towards the Guardians films like if I rewatch the Guardians films I don't get the same amount of enjoyment out of it because it's just kind of a one and done situation a lot know. of Marvel films I have this issue with I, I get that and disagree because I could watch Guardians again like I genuinely could tonight if I had time and I just fancy watching a film I could watch Guardians of the Galaxy and be like you know what well, it's nice enjoy to watch the same is my question the same I don't know if it's the same but, but then you can apply that to any film though you, can you enjoy any every film the time, same every time I watch John Favreau's Chef I enjoy it the same time every time every it's time very different I watch When Harry Met Sally I enjoy it every time the same okay time. you're comparing Harry Met Sally is uh, you know I'm comparing uh, films to films it's a it's very they're very different films still films is there okay name me one superhero movie you can enjoy the same as when you first watched it every time I watch Spider-Man 2 same time every time really Spider-Man 2 absolutely yeah yeah like you're talking about the Doc Ock. Yeah, absolutely. Re- no, oh, absolutely. Spider-Man Two, uh, as well as the first like five minutes of the Amazing Spider-Man Two, where he's swinging through, chills every time. I like it. You only give it the first five minutes because after that, it's just dog shit. It's not dog shit. I think it, I thought it was bad. It's bad, but it's not dog shit. Um, there have been worse. There have okay. been worse I mean it's just now we're just getting into ranking it's not dog shit it's bad but it's not dog shit well think about it right the only thing Spider-Man 2 falls to the same fallacies of Spider-Man 3 which is just too many villains too little time not enough exposition there's no emotion I just still remember being so hyped by the trailer thinking there's going to be three villains then watching the film why would you be hyped about three villains ever I'm sorry hear me out right multiple villains versus one superhero is never a good idea until that superhero is fleshed out enough that you never need to focus on them. The reason is, time is being split too much. 
I'm sorry. Did you enjoy the fact that you thought the Rhino was going to be an amazing Spider-Man too? Paul yeah. Jim- what are you crazy? What? I mean, I thought what? it would have been amazing. You see the what? Rhino in the. What are you? It's the Rhino. It would have been. Look at the three villains. Look at them. Hobgoblin, Harry Osborn, who you haven't met before this film. Well, thanks for spoiling that emotional connection. I don't have to worry about ever again, because you decided to do it in one film as opposed to across a series of films. And then you've got Electro, the main villain, arguably, is the only one that you should really care about in that sense. Well, yeah, and because got, there's an arc there. Yeah, and then you've got the Rhino. But then with Harry Osborn, like, you, I, I mean... Part there's of no arc in Amazing Spider-Man 2. No, no, Harry but Osborn. then again, like, he's already, like, not in the films and not in this universe, but people already know who Harry Osborn is. So? It's, so it's like, really, like, I guess they were just shortcutting it because really, look, we've seen it all before. Terrible. We know who Harry Osborn is. That's terrible. You I'm know, sorry. The, the, one of the major fallacies of the recent Spider-Man films is the uh, choice to basically omit Uncle Ben, despite the fact that he is dead in that universe, and omit anything that matters to Peter about Uncle Ben, and deciding to replace it instead with his own anxiousness over Tony. Like that's, I, I get it. Tony was a close thing, new father figure, fine. But the whole point of new father figure is that it's new. If I don't know anything about the old one, why should I care about the new? But one? then at the same time, what they're doing is what the MCU with like Tom Holland you're talking about is that. Again, they're shortcutting because they're not going to do an origin story. They never did. But they didn't it need to. It doesn't need to be an origin story. Just a simple speech between mother and oh, not mother, sorry, Aunt May and Peter would have been perfectly fine for it. Or at least some level of grief, some level of recognition. When you have a loved one who dies, you don't stop thinking about them forever. They do crop up in your mind every now and again and you miss them. And that would be nice in like three movies where I've just seen a guy cry over Tony Stark. Like, no offense. And it's, look, Tom Holland, you're great. Cool. The, the the Zendaya shout out. But like the writing of these films aren't necessarily in line with an idea of what Spider-Man is. The first one, Homecoming, right, was simply building off the fact that, cool, we got Spider-Man back sort of in the MCU for the first time. I liked Vulture. I liked Spidey, cool. I didn't like a lot of the Tony stuff, but I get it. He was being the father figure. Calm. Is what it is. Cool. Far from home, what was the need? Why did he need to be on a Europe trip? No reason. You just wanted to have different locations despite the fact that you shoot in a studio in London. I mean, at the same time... No, no, but also, like, the end of... The whole point at the end of Homecoming was I want to be a neighbourhood Spider-Man and then you had to throw him into space for Infinity War Calm. But when he comes back, let him chill. Like, let him be in his... Let him be in New York. New York! Spider-Man! New York, go together! Like, oh, of course, but like the same time, I think obviously the MCU again. What they're trying is they're trying to experiment with Spider-Man. They're trying to see what they can do and make Spider-Man different each time. Like, look, you've seen Spider-Man New York. They go together, but you see that every single time. It's nice where they think it's okay. A staple. If I saw a Batman movie and he wasn't in Gotham the whole time, I'd be worried. But that's different though, because what Gotham, because Gotham was made for Batman. New York wasn't made for what Spider-Man. New York invent, was invented before you're, Spider-Man you're was. Right. A Thing. New York was not made for Spider-Man. Spider-Man was made for New York, motherfucker. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> it's been literally a staple. Do you have to do the accent? It's a staple have, of New do, York do you, City. Do you have to do the accent? <laughs> I lose myself. It's a staple of New York City. What are you talking? Of course you do. I mean, of it's course. not even just a statement. Though. It's not. I it's mean, a staple. A staple, staple. of But New then York you City. can say that about any like. Incorrect. No, actually, no. Incorrect. You're right. you Captain can't. America for America. Like yeah, Iron Man for money. I mean America. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, for money. You're right. Yeah. Spider Man right for New York. 
There's a reason the Midwest Avengers exist. Because they're in the Midwest. Because America's an expansive place. There's a reason there's a Captain Britain. There's a reason there's Indian superheroes. There's a reason there's superheroes from all over the place. Because the world's a big place. And yes, not everything should happen in New York. But Spider-Man? Yeah, that should happen in New York. The teenager who has to go to high school and balance homework and his social life is suddenly traveling the world? Yeah, but he's traveling on a field trip. Woo! Okay, I'm sorry. Hey, listen, maybe maybe I'm not privileged enough, right? <laughs> I don't know a single field trip that goes, hey, you know where we're going for your field trip? And not only a different continent, we're going to backpack across different locations in that continent. Again, that hmm. was narratively, though. It wasn't intended to be backpacking. They went to one place, then obviously Fury got involved and sent to another, and then sent to another, so we can get Peter Parker to do his little missions for him while he was still going on the trip. And what useful missions you put young Spider-Man on. Let's put him next to this new guy that we barely trust but let into all of our technological innovations. I'm sure he'll be a great asset. What did Spider-Man do that whole time? Nothing! Nothing! He didn't help Mysterio, which obviously I know they're all projections, but if you brought Spider-Man along, it must have been for something. The black suit is supposedly for stealth, despite the fact that he's never stealthy. He never actually helps anyone except he saves a few people. All, all, by the way, could have been done by S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. They're not f***ing incompetent. I mean... No, they're not. I'm sorry. They had their own TV series. They had their own thing. They were a giant organization. If they are that incompetent, they shouldn't exist. Like, it's that simple. If you needed a 15-year-old boy... You know what's weird, though, for me is, like, they only seem incompetent in the movies, the MCU movies. uh, You know, even if you want to take away S.H.I.E.L.D., right? There are other heroes. You don't need the 15-year-old boy going through high school. The whole anguish Tony had over freaking Spider-Man being snapped away was that it was a kid. And then he had his own. That's the whole battle between himself and Endgame. Like, it's a kid. A kid, when I was 15, yo, I wasn't backpacking across Europe on a school trip, and I sure as hell wasn't traveling in a space. And I get it, comic book, Spider-Man, calm, cool, cool, cool. But, like, he should still have an idea of a social life. If he's off doing all this and doing that, how does that affect someone socially when they interact with people in their own home city? Like, be honest with yourself. You're telling me he's done all of this and he's still going to be same anxious, nervous Peter Parker despite the fact that he has no reason to be because he hasn't shown us why. You've just totally ruined that film for me in no, every way. Like, I actually used to enjoy that film now that you brought all this shit I, up. Now I'm like, it's, oh, it's he's not, right. It's, it's not he's it's right. A, oh, no. It's, it's not that it's... Here's the thing. If you had Mysterio in New York, what would have changed? What would have changed? Would anything have changed be honest with yourself would anything have changed maybe what just tell me what you know I can't think of the top of my head in fact (laughs) you want Mysterio to travel let him let Mysterio make a mess in freaking I don't know somewhere in Asia but then are you sick of Manhattan always being destroyed like but this is what I'm saying I'll tell you what Something happens in Asia, calm. Let it happen in Asia with thingy and let Spider-Man be like, uh, it's not really me, I've got to focus on homework, da, da, da. And then make Mysterio come to him. Mysterio's whole thing was Tony Stark bad. Mm. But the only time Mysterio did anything other than, uh, was when he got the glasses. And to get the glasses, you have to get the Spider-Man. So have Mysterio's whole thing be trying to cause issues across the world, thinking that Spider-Man would fall for it. But actually, our Spider-Man is now growing as a person and realize that he wants to create social connections, maybe have a romantic interest in MJ and then make Mysterio come to him and then have the showdown and you're fine Pause two seconds you want to pass me my charger yeah cool <laughs> we're still going we're just obviously this, this guy might die in a minute technical difficulties because my rants take too long hold on
There we go. He's alive. Cool. Okay. But yeah, we're back. My point is, there are several reasons why that movie would have worked if it didn't happen. happen. I just realised that I, I forgot to give the stop for the whole spoiler thing. Yeah, it's far from home. It came out like for five years. Ago. No, I know, but when we were talking about the, you know, the Suicide Squad before, that ship has kind of sailed. You know, I'm just the spoilers are over. You know, you can come back. We barely spoil anything if it helps. We didn't. We just no, we didn't. We just talked about one scene. There you go. We just got so off topic that like I just completely forgot. Oh right, yeah, we should probably let them know. Yeah, we're all good. If they're actually listening, whatever. Like, the point is, uh, get better writers for your Spider-Man films. Dang, big rant on the rock, big rant on <laughs> Spider-Man. I hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> and we're we're actually hitting the hour mark, my bro. Oh, I'm um, literally going to title this Ricky Rants the Rock and see what <laughs> happens after. Because, oh, dude, I'm not going to lie. I, I feel like if I could summarize this in highlights, it's you ranting and me creasing. That's what it is. It's you ranting and me creasing. Oh, but dude, thank you for coming on. No, for good. sure. Um, we didn't even and, talk about uh, Kanye Drake's <laughs> Next time, <laughs> next time, we'll probably get to that. But we'll, uh, there's more stuff that I'm actually bringing. And obviously, I'm going to bring you back whenever the other guests actually can come. Yeah. Um, I need to get me one of these. Yeah, they're cheap. I mean, so expensive. Mm. They're pretty cheap. I need to get me one of those. Uh, that's one thing. And two, the game show's coming back. Yeah. Do, do they know about the game show? No, they do not. So I'm going to break it down. So I used to do a game show on Demon FM which was called Current Affairs. The whole point of the game show was question and answers and me dicking about as a host with too much power. I agree. Genuinely, you you would agree. Too much power, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was just, it was known for being an inconsistent game show. I would change the rules every week to see what I could do to pick people out. And Make it's going to be... Well, you won a few times, to be fair. Yeah, that's true. Now, you, did, uh, you actually won, I think, two times, three out of, times? Out of sheer luck. <laughs> I won twice. But that's the point of the show. That's the point. Like you literally could play every you could play your cards right and answer everything right and still lose. <laughs> that is just um you think I'm Welcome joking. Welcome to gambling, kids. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's we're bringing the show back on this podcast channel. Um and definitely gonna be having you uh playing involved. Cool. Because cool. you're one of the only people who's gonna be playing that's experienced in this. I remember nothing of my time at Current Affairs. It's much like a fever dream in that when I sometimes go to bed at night, I'm scared by it, wake up in a cold sweat and forget. Yeah, okay. So that sums up the game for everyone who's playing. And there's going to be quite a few players coming on. Um, And I think it's going to be different because there used to be three to four players. This time it's going to be two players per game. Oh, it's like one v one. It's a one. It. It's just a one v one. Create like a freaking March Madness tournament style bracket and stuff. And just... I might. It won't be a tournament style bracket. It's simply just going to be. So how it's going to work is simple. If you win, you got a win under your belt. Okay, you got oh. a point on the table, and then by the end of it, the people who have the most wins under the belt are going to be competing in like a semi final final kind of situation. Ooh. And then I'm going to start mixing things up and making things a little bit more complicated. Because it wasn't complicated already. It's just, I, the point. rules are never the same. You, yeah. you get everything right, you won't win. And, uh, oh, I'm also going to make it somewhat complicated. You'll see when you watch the show. But it's coming, and Ricky's going to be on. We've got quite a few people that are going to be showing up, I think. So hopefully it, things are going to be quite mixed up. If any of the challenges are to rant, you know your boy. It's not going to be ranting, because you will rant the entire show. You will literally rant the entire show. 
I will literally deduct points for going over five minutes. That's fine. I'll go four minutes, 59 seconds, play two <laughs> seconds, and go again. Uh, Petty. <laughs> don't play loopholes with me. <laughs> don't play loopholes with me. And never, which someone has done before, make a bet against me on my show because I will literally go out my way to make sure that you lose that bet. Someone's done that. I can't remember who it was. Pretty sure it's called match fixing, but okay. No, they were like, you know, I'll, I'll bet you that I'm I'm not going to come last on the show. I'm like, you're betting against the person who could just make you come last. Yeah, definitely match fixing, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so don't do that. But we're going to end the podcast pretty nice and sure. Current Affairs is coming pretty soon. I guess I'm calling it season one because it is going to be the yeah. first season off the show because it's going to go on until we have a champion. Yeah, no, you'd, maybe. There's some fierce competition. For those listening, I pointed to myself. <laughs> <laughs> we keep forgetting that there's some people that are just listening and that are not watching the video version, but that's cool. And we're going to wrap this up, my dude. All right, we're out. We'll see you next time. <laughs>